0: This is comic picks by the Glick. Hey, and I'm your host, Jason Glick. Good evening, Jason Glick. How are you? Good evening. Good evening, John. How are you doing? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. All things considered. Yeah, all th- all things considered. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, but you know tonight, yeah, you know, it's like tonight we're not like you know, one's like a lot of comic books I like, talk about. You just you know it's like they're just they're nice comics. Like they're good 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 comics you can take home, take home to your to your parents, and even recommend them to to like friends and all. This one. W- this one though, this is this comic is not nice. This comic is bad. This is this comic is fucking metal, man. Metal, metal. Because you don't get more metal than Detroit Metal City. Metal. <laughs> yes. Now, like longtime readers will know that I that I like this series. I like the series a whole lot, man. I put it on my ten best ten best list. Um, two years ago when I was amazed just by the fact that it's one joke premise has actually continued managed to entertain me through um the first three volumes. Last time I talked about it was in volume 5 when when I conceded that it was going to just make me look like an ass by by just you know cuz like all like as much as I liked them like all my 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 biggest fear was that it's, okay you know like when are they going to run out of steam with this when is he going to run out of steam with this and um you know for the most part um creator kimi nori actually did manage to um keep keep things up through through, through ten volumes of of ridiculous of ridiculous metal mayhem 'cause i mean like 'cause the thing is like the series, like the the one joke uh, um premise of the series i talk about is um that it's based on it's based about this one this one guy um so um so, so soichi um, Nigishi um, who is who's basically, he's like an average guy, average Japanese guy. He, he, he's a fine musician. He loves, like, um, loves pop music, especially that of the Swedish variety. He's cute in offensive stuff, and he wants to be just like, you know, loved by all for his, for his sweet um, acoustic guitar songs. But that's not what people love him for, because through some strange twist of fate, he winds up fronting ultra-hardcore underground metal band Detroit Metal City as its leader, Johannes Krauser II. And, um, Krauser's second is basically the embodiment of everything that Nagichi can't stand. His bu- reputation is built on the fact that he killed his, that he's killed his parents. He rape he rapes women for, women for fun. He eat, it's like he feasts, he feasts on the flesh of his victims. Like all this, all this crazy shit, like all like, basically take like, all the crazy, um, stories you've heard about, um, Ozzy over the years and just like multiply them by a factor of 10. That's, that's kind of, um, that's kind of that's that's kind of like um setup they're going for with going for with Krauser and, Ozzy! Heads of bats and stuff like yes that. oh and they even they even referenced that in w- when they're making the music video the music video because they're talking about yeah it's like hey can we have Krauser dine on like this um da- down this like plate of bat plate of bats right here so you know that like even though he's Japanese you know that Wakasugi had to like ha- like definitely has a lot of knowledge some no- knowledge of the metal scene over here because like because it- even one of its in its first, in the first volume, you find out that one of, like one of the big conflicts is that um, metal like America's metal king um, Jack Ill Dark is coming to Japan to um, to face down all these poser metal bands, and you figure and I mean obviously the analog for this guy is Ozzy, even though he was played by Gene Simmons in the um, live action Japanese movie. Um, it's like I mean like the joke I mean the joke is that you know it's like well Daigishi like he's just Sweet dork, you fig- he figures that oh, don't Jack. He's probably just just like me. This guy, this average guy who's just like uh, trapped into this, trapped into this like in this um in this role that people set out for him. I'm gonna go ahead and give him some of my family's talking mushrooms just to make just just to m- just make friends with him. He goes into um meet with 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 Jack, and then you see Jack full get I like, full full make make up with um his pet cobras coiled around his neck and the girl girls sucking him off and he first words like Nagishi is like fuck so I mean that's that's the kind of humor that you're that you're going that they're going for here and like I said it's like I said I mean like a lot of this, the setups are just kind of like you know Nagishi like just you know like in, like um, just just trying to um trying to be true to what he wants and then just like the world just like cruelly beating him down because you know because the thing is like Nagishi's um like Pop talents are just kind of like absolute shit. I mean, you look at some of this stuff how how he just wants to like be, how he just wants to like just like sing these 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 songs. I mean, like, you know this is it's so so wussy, so so, pan, so pansy and so stupid that everyone just like gives him no end no end of shit for it. And it's and inevitably once they start giving him shit, then his rage filled Krauser side starts taking over and he just like he, he puts on the crowd he gets on the Krauser um, makeup and, he, and he'll just do um crazy things from just you know beat like I'm um, demolishing um like a rivals band going on like I'm seeking you on to a radio show in order to um screw with screw someone he who he, who he thought was going to give him his big break as a pop singer um I'm trying I'm trying to cure his rich at a, a Buddhist retreat and then just like beating the crap out of the um head Head monk, when um the monk just can't stop smacking him in order to try and, no, pay attention. I mean, it's like, it's it's truly ridiculous, but, and like, for a lot of, and you know, the thing is, like, for a lot of the first couple of volumes, I mean, like, like, um, Wakasui just kind of digs into, like, two, um, to, like a lot of trends, like, just like having, pitting the Gishi against a bunch, you know, just like, what, like, against a bunch of, meta- of um, music, music trends of what I mean. You haven't taken on punk, you haven't taken on his, um, like, his, like, his former friend who grew up to become a, to a group to become a rapper in the, in the underground circuit. And, and then, then he starts like, slowly starts breaking, like I'm branching out over the course of the series. to just taking on, just, I'm um, taking on a lot of other, other things like from, from style, like from haircuts, like sumo wrestling. It's like, and it's like all sorts, it's like all sorts of, uh, of other stuff. I mean, it's like, it's, it, it, the thing is like, it, he really does a good job of, it's like, of, um, of, um, just like, of using the, of I'm um, singing it as one joke and just using it, using Amdigishi's um, unchanging um, nature to like poke fun at a lot of things. I mean, really, it's like, I guess metal as the series gets, this, it, its closest American analog is Gru by Sergio Argonnez and Mark, Mark Varnier. Cause like, I mean, like with that series, I mean, it's, I mean, the joke is that, you know, Grew is very dumb, but Grew is also very strong and, and he'll also, and he'll win any fight that he comes across no matter what. But, you know, that they use um, Gru's unchanging nature to, poke, to take a lot of, to tell a lot of like fun, like you know fun lesson stories, and also just like, and more recently, just like take him into to um, like just more um satire about the world we live in, and that's to, like two varying two varying degrees of success in recent years, but I mean that's that's still kind of the same approach that that um, takes with um with Nigishi. Now he actually managed to do a good job. Does he does a good job of actually splitting the difference between you know just like purely episodic stuff and story driven arcs? Because there are main, really main three main arcs to um to, to tr- Detroit Metal City. While like the Jack, let's see, the Jack Shrine doesn't really count in the first the first volume since it's only only a couple chapters long. The, re- th- um, the real fun begins in volume um in volume three when um the Satanic Emperor um tournament starts and that's when you get all the Detroit Metal City is suckered in. Well, okay, not suckered in. Nagishi is suckered into, um, suckered in by Jack's daughter, Kenny Ildark, to um perform in this in in in, the, in this tournament where you've got all these band, all these um hard underground hardcore metal bands. Problem is that um what at, that um she really wants them to get to um compete in this thing because one of the one of the bands this um hardcore Swedish group called um Helvete. Um like screw, I um it's apparently like just like ripping up the world the uh, the, like the underground scene on the in the world, and they even like screw i like, completely fucked over Jack after he left after he left Japan. So now you've got so so now you've got Nigishi going like going to get Nigishi Nigishi and company going against um all these other bands like this. You got this this French like the French metal band which is just as eventually eventually revealed to be just as wussy as, as you'd expect, and also uh like, I can see Botanic Chainsaw which is like a hard which is another um band um led. It's, like, led, led by a girl who, you know, it's, like, it, they, they could have gone for something really creative rather than just, like, oh, she's like, she's, she's an ostracized by her, by her deep grating voice, like, throughout the years, which, you know, yeah, it's made her outcast, but, you know, it's, like, it's great for metal, but then you find out, oh, she's just a girl inside as soon as they start touching her G-spots, and that's, yeah, they, they, could, they could have done better. And then there's, um, Deathism, which is probably, which, you know, it's, like, it's probably like the, um the least funny recurring joke in the series because they um they're a band based their brand of metal is called scat metal. You know, and I'm talking about scat as in like, you know, like the jazz blues type type thing. I'm talking about scat as in feces. And it's one of those things where it's just kinda like they're always like getting in a position where the least series always getting in a position where it looks like he's gonna shit over his band and it's like you know, it's like I really it's, it's like it, it that it's kinda of, it comes to the contention kind of that's like, you no, know, I really don't want to see See this kind of thing ever go like go any further than than what they've got right there, and but they just keep bringing it back over the course of the series. And I just don't think it's quite as funny as he thinks. But anyway, like, like I said, Satanic Emperor, first arc, Satanic Emperor basically, i um, like kind of winds up pitting the Gishi against himself, and like all these, I mean, like all these, um, arcs basically, um, kind of a recurring trend, like, you know, Nagishi suffering some sort of crisis of conscience, um, by trying, like threatening to quit, but then eventually like discovering his, it, it, like, it, like, um, his drive and eventually like realizing like, you know, like I have, I have to do this in order, cause like this is, cause ultimately this is, the, this music is what means the most to me. And, um, the second arc basically touches upon something, something that, um, that, uh, that you would think would be uh, um, untouched by the situation. You know, you think that, you know, hey, like if um persona, on stage persona is Johannes Krauser the second, there had to have been a Krauser the first. And then you find out that, hey, you know, Krauser the first, not that he was a huge pussy. It's just that um, he he had a huge he had this huge unrequited love for um, the band's manager, who she never gets named, but she is one of those. She's one of the strongest comic presences in the series, like for just for the fact how how um utterly un- unrepentantly violent she is towards Nigishi in a relevant level, and how she, con- how she continues to um throughout the series find so many variations on how it's like how and how her pussy gets whipped just by um I to these guys play like oh it's like oh it's like it's total clamped chowder on my thong tonight wow it's like my my pussy just swallowed my thong I mean stuff like that I mean it's re- ridiculous how much um how many like different variations they like they find for her to talk for her to say like that and um that's yeah, something if i want to check that. well the um English adaptation is um credited to one let's see let's see one anus itchy um for throughout throughout these ten volumes um um mis- uh, mr. Mrs. itchy whoever you are you did a you did a fantastic job. And, um, especially with, especially like Americanizing a lot of this, like a, like a lot of these stuff. I mean, I would, I would have been fascinated to just think about like, you know, did, like does it's like, does the, uh, like, does the manager always talk about getting a huge clit boner when she like in the Japanese edition, or was this like some sort of skill for transliteration, especially when you find out, um, like, like gate, like, uh, like crowds of the first real name, Gaylord Kitahara. Now I'm, now okay my not knowledge of Japanese isn't all that great but I'm willing to bet that you know Gaylord like, is not a common Japanese name so it's so but still it's like it's a, it's a great um it's a great way to set up the set up his character especially since he's like he's an old he's it's a middle-aged balding guy who's arrested for groping the man, manager during one of their one of their sets and it's his rage that um, eventually leads him to, to um, take on Gishi in Detroit middle, Detroit middle City and um mid, um, starting like see starting it starting in um, in volume five now the final arc final arc, if nothing else does a great job of like of doing what all final arcs do that's getting taking everything that the series that has been that that's been co- done through the series so far and then just and and then just like tying it all together for, like towards the end because you find out that um you find out there's a new um like metal mysterious, mystery metal band on on the scene, and, the, and so you, but no one knows who. No one knows who they are. It's like, um, like um, um, DMC's managers does not know. Gaylord doesn't know. Jack Ill Dark doesn't know. And then eventually you find out that this guy, he's this guy going only by the name of God, and he's like this huge, dark, black, like presence, um, who just like causes like mad, like chaos wherever he goes. But the thing is, his secret is that he's really just like this um, fugly um, half like um, half Japanese half like i um, half white i um, aspiring model who um is a he was actually the um illegitimate son of like metal of uh, metal godfather um Carl Smurder and um it's and so in his in his situation is like really like a like a like a mirror image of Nagishi like, well, like Nagishi wants to be a, like a sweet pop singer um Hideki wants to be a he wants wants to be a uh, wants to be wants to be a model, but he just but he's just not cut out for it, and it's it's a night it's a really it's a nice con- really great contrast right there, and eventually it sets causes Nagishi to just like leave the country and like try to pursue his dream in France, and um and like I said it's like I said the stakes the stakes are raised like you get Nagishi leaving the country you've got um like Hideki's band just crushing all all competitors, but then eventually you know that Nagishi... Uh, has to come back and has to um, like like, set, like show him who show him who's boss in the end and the um, ultimate climax of this this arc. I you know I kind I think that that next to the last chapter probably would have made would have made a better um um closure for the series than um, what we got because you know like I said it's okay because uh, the thing is like the final chapter. Final chapter basically is kinda like it's an ending that only Rumiko Takahashi could have loved. Cause the thing is, it cause it really resolves nothing at all. Cause it's centered around Nagishi, um like trying to finally re- um reveal to his gr- his um wannabe girlfriend that um he is Krauser and that and this is after all the crazy shit that he's done to her as Krauser throughout the series. And you figure there there could have been something um it could have a chance to just you know, do something, do some real change. You know, just you know, this is the final, this is the fi- final arc of the series. Just so, you know, just shatter all the conventions that you've built up throughout the series. And you no, know, he just settles for just a far more extreme version of what we've been seeing throughout the series. And that just doesn't, doesn't, doesn't quite. It's not satisfying. I mean, it's I mean, it's not a deal breaker like for, for my enjoyment of the series, but it's kind of like you know. Eh. Anyway, but but still, I mean, like like I said, if you're if you like if you like rude, crude, and like um disgusting disgusting humor, I mean, hey, if, and if you're a fan of metal, it's like hey, eh, then I absolutely recommend you check you check this series out. I mean, it's certainly not going to be for everyone, and um, it's like, eh, but it's still. See, but it's still it's still a great job of, like, of um, showing you how far you can take, well probably how far how far you should take a one a one joke series if if nothing else. And to be honest, you know I kudos to um, Kimino Kiyomori for getting as much mileage as he did. I mean, hey, it's like he's I appreciate all the fact that he's created this like such a sing- singular um like char- character that's spawned an on- anime, live action movie, and also um he's also and I'm sure he's also, like, like, earned a place in On The Music Video's Hall of Fame, like, by providing, like, by, because, like, I mean, Krauser makes for a great visual, and he's already um, given us, like, one unmitigated classic in the Dion music video, where he, where where the girls from K-On are pitted against Krauser, all set to the tune of Tenacious D's BL's Boss. If you've never seen it, um, I recommend you YouTube it right after I'm done talking. It's (laughs) D-O-N- um um exclamation point it's a fantastic video check it out and um then go out and start buying buying the series great like I said great great stuff if it, if it's up your out it's up your alley and and like it's and, and like you know I kind of get the feeling that you know probably, it's such a singular work that I'm not sure if is ever gonna be able to top top this but hey I'll look forward to seeing him try. that gonna be it for us, uh, Jason? Y- yes, that that is it and I will like hopefully be back with next, in two weeks with, some, with something um just as just as entertaining if not more so. Cross your fingers. All, as always. And next time so we'll see you next time. Okay. Laters. All right. Bye.